Today's guest is Nithin. He is the founder of Synopse QA, which is a community space for test automation professionals and software quality advocates. Uh, Nithin is also an engineering manager for QA at FOB. And uh, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. I'm a software engineer myself. QA is something that I have to interact with. So thanks for joining me today. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. So for those who have uh, not met you, uh, talk about yourself. Where are you from, who you are, and what you do? Um, so basically, as you like, uh, you gave me an overview about myself already. <laughs> so uh, I'm actually from Kerala, India. Um, and I was born in uh, 1990. So I started my career in IT back in uh, 2015 after my graduation, 2014 after my graduation. So I was doing some part-time side gigs for as developer. And then I started to look for a full-time job in IT where I fall in love with testing. So initial job was testing. And then I started to work as a tester. Uh, initially it was more focused into functional uh, quality assurance. And then uh, working on different different projects, you know. So in India, we have like this servicing, uh, outsourcing right. companies, right? So I was part of one of the outsource company. So we were working for a uh, European client there in a one specific domain. So that's where I learned uh, how to start testing uh, things or how to question things around. And then uh, it got evolved. Then I moved to uh, multiple companies, and after a certain period of time, I wanted to explore. Uh, somewhere outside India uh, to see how startups and other companies work uh, outside India. So that's where I moved into Malaysia. So I'm currently located in Malaysia and working as an engineering manager for FAO, as you mentioned. Wow, that's very interesting. So, you know, uh, a lot of my audience is here in the United States where I'm at. Is In India, do you have like our equivalent of high school and then you have to make a decision for college or is it kind of all stretched out? Um, we do have high school and then there is a higher secondary education. So after 10th, uh, so that is until your high school. So after 10th, you will have a higher secondary for two years. And then that is where the decision making happens, where you want to go to engineering stream or where you want to go to medical stream, because those are the two popular streams in India. <laughs> and then um, there is alternative choice. So all others comes after the second option. So either it's engineering and medical, which comes mainly for at least in my place. And after that, it could be certain things like if you want to uh, proceed with civil service or some other streams, you can go with that. Uh, and uh, then there is graduation. So of course, bachelor's for four years, or if it is a degree uh, sort of thing, it is for three years. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. how the educational pattern goes. So you chose engineering? Yeah, I chose engineering. And and ah. not you didn't want to be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be a doctor. So initially, I had a, a interest towards uh, biology, and I was keen to learn more about it. But somewhere down the line, after my tenth, uh, I think I lose interest. So <laughs> then I wanted to be like a cool IT guy <laughs> who codes and who uh, yeah who like to break things. So that is where my uh, higher secondary was in computer science. Um, and then uh, when I wanted to start engineering, so again, I fall into another interest, I would say. It was not really computer science, which I did, did my bachelor's. I'm an electronics and communication engineer. So uh, it's more into uh, radar, software systems, yep. and all those sort of kind of like ICs, chips, <laughs> microchips. Um, but yeah, eventually I fell into IT again. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's interesting. So, I, I mean, as a software person, you would have been introduced to the concept of QA and testing. How did you make that leap into that yourself? Uh, to be honest, during my graduation, right? So that is one thing which I feel like there is a gap in our uh, university curriculums um, because um, everyone talks about development and everyone talks about software engineering as a whole. Mm -hmm. But uh, QA is a very minimal aspect which is being introduced during the uh, university, at least in our curriculum and some places which I have interacted with. So I was not aware of anything related to quality assurance. Um, <laughs> like I said, I was doing some part-time gigs that also into software engineering development background. So I was just doing um, some iOS app, app development and all. So during that, I was supposed to be doing some testing and I did that. And that is how I know, okay, this is how supposed to be it happened. Mm -hmm. And then when I was looking for a full-time job, um, I, I got interviewed with a firm. Uh, they were looking for QA professionals. And when I was in the interview itself, everyone around me, uh, I think we were six or seven people, everyone around me know what quality assurance is because majority of them after the graduation, they did courses on software quality. Uh, and I am the only person who is coming out of nowhere <laughs> without any understanding of software quality. So then the interview actually went well because um, the interviewer was actually asking about my curiosity and what I am passionate about and uh, more towards analytical and uh, critical thinking skills. Mm. So that was okay. Uh, so if you ask me about quality assurance during that time, I didn't know. Uh, but these kind of things was okay. But then after getting the job, uh, it was during that first initial period, uh, the training was super good, uh, I would say. And that is where I got involved into uh, the deep concepts of the testing and how it's supposed to be doing and how what all are the tactics which have, we have to follow and what all are the things or what all are the common traps which we usually fall into. Right. Um, so that three years of my initial career journey, I would say it is something that shaped me uh, who I am today. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, and you're right. It's not a very emphasized, even when I was in my program for computer science, QA was just a small conversation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there was never this emphasis on how important it is, but it's, since I've been in my career, uh, there's, it's a huge part of what we do before it ever gets out the door, yeah. it, you know, for, for whether you're building a product or, or you're building something directly for a client, it's got to work. Yeah. And we do like uh, in university, we have the final year project, right? During that time also, yeah. uh, I don't think we do complete quality assurance for that. No. <laughs> we develop something and we may be testing some things out. And during the Viva, I, re I really remember we had some issues with the project, which we did. And we were trying hard uh, to cover it up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened in the common projects also, right? So we have some issues, we try to cover it up and they ignore quality assurance as a whole. <laughs> yeah, and there are a lot of coding methodologies that incorporate QA up front. Like I've done test-driven development that was big, big mm -hmm. for a while, right? And where you build your tests first. Yep. Um, and of course, there's tons and tons of functional automation testing or, or manual testing if necessary, right? Um, it, it's a much bigger part of software writing than, than most people think about. Yep, yep, true. So what, what made you consider leaving your country to go to another country? Uh, so I think um, 
So I nearly have a decade of experience in software engineering uh, in total. So I could split it into two halves. So initial five years in India and the remaining five years outside India. Uh, so, um, so the initial five years is where I got a chance to uh, learn about functional testing and I did API testing security. And then there was multiple clients across multiple domains, but all was uh, client projects. So mm -hmm. I was not assigned uh, to a product driven company where I could directly interact and contribute more. And that was something I was more uh, aspiring to do um, because I wanted to be part of a company that builds a product. And it, it can be done in India, but uh, so me being an introvert during that time, I had to challenge myself because I was so much comfortable in the cocoon uh, where I belong uh, mm -hmm. and I wanted to be there. So it was a comfortable position for me. And I wanted to challenge myself to go out outside of India to put myself in a place where, okay, I'm in the middle of something. So now I have to uh, navigate through it. Uh, that kind of adrenaline rush is what I wanted during that time. And that is where I started to think about, uh, initially it was outside Kerala. So I thought of moving out of Kerala. Then I thought, okay, it won't be that much challenge because Kerala is still nearby. I can come whenever I want. <laughs> so uh, it would be good uh, to explore some other country and uh, explore the culture and the technologies and the infrastructure they have along with the startup or product aspects uh, of it. So that is where I found my initial job in Malaysia. It was a fintech company, uh, more like a fintech aggregator that aggregates uh, your personal loan options, which gives mm -hmm. you options to choose. So it's like a marketplace of fintech products. So uh, that is where I came in uh, to Malaysia and they actually wanted to have like an automation framework built from scratch because the company was too young. Um, so we created a framework within three months of time. Everything was smooth and somehow, unfortunately, didn't turn out well. And there was time like a uh, company was about to shut down. Uh, so during that time, I found my second job, which is Faye. Uh, so again, Faye was in a similar position like where we had uh, almost around 15 plus quality assurance engineers, but we were completely running everything on manual functional tests. So mm -hmm. we wanted to scale up our releases much more faster because it's startup, uh, it's more fast paced. We have to deliver features as soon as possible. Right. And uh, this was something which was slowing uh, Fave down. Uh, so that is where I was brought in. And then uh, we wanted to explore more into automation, uh, into mobile app automation, basically, for iOS and Android apps. And then we built a framework around that. Uh, I trained uh, five quality engineers uh, to pick up their career into automation. And then uh, after, like initially I joined a senior QA automation engineer there, then I become team lead for automation. And then I become engineering manager for uh, the entire team. So yeah, that was how the uh, transition went. So I would say uh, it was to challenge myself. I move out of my country uh, to beat the imposter syndrome or uh, the, the inner fears which I had uh, during my initial days. Yeah, That's amazing. So, so then along the way, you, you started your own your own company, right? How, how, what made you decide to do that? Um, so going back to my early days, um, if you ask me in my place, Kerala, uh, again, quality assurance is treated as, or testers basically is treated as second-class citizens, I would say. Yeah. 
So we were given less priority and I was so comfortable during my initial days. So it was a nine to five job for me, nothing before nine and nothing after five. <laughs> and I was not aware of communities. I was not part of anything. And I was not even trying for like, if you have a KPI to upskill something or learn something, I would do that. If you uh, merely ask me to learn something, I won't do that. So that was me five years back. So when I wanted to challenge myself, uh, these were the aspects I identified. Okay, these are the things which I want to improve. And these are the things I want to change. So when I moved out, um, I started to work on myself. And that is where growth started. So when I started to involve in communities, I met many fabulous testers, amazing leaders, and I got many mentors uh, who actually mentored me and cheered for me uh, during the initial days. And then uh, one of them actually suggested me to have like you share your knowledge because you're coming from uh, various domain expertise and you're worked in multiple technologies, you share your knowledge wide outside. So I started writing. Uh, so when I started to write uh, blogs, uh, I was scared to share in LinkedIn or somewhere across because I was scared people might chase me. <laughs> uh, but somehow I managed to overcome that fear and uh, started to share. And that is where like many people got interacting with me after that. And I uh, came to meet like leaders uh, who were sharing uh, thoughts on my own article, which which was more like a heart, uh, heart like it filled my heart uh, with yeah. a positive energy and it motivated me to write more. And then um, um, my lead uh, last time in FAVE, so he was the one who actually suggested because Malaysia or entire Southeast Asia, if you take, there is nothing as a community that is happening for uh, testers. So there's mm -hmm. no place for testers to gather along and spend some quality time together. So he was in an idea to have like, okay, why can't we uh, start a community here uh, to help testers across in Malaysia? So he planted me that idea of having in Malaysia only. Then um, I was wondering, like, uh, I wanted something different, uh, to be honest, because there are many communities and I didn't want a community space that is following many other communities. So I wanted a unique space for testers. So that is where the core writing concept came into picture because I was more into writing. So I wanted testers to write more and share their contents uh, confidently out to the crowd. So that's how the entire Synapse QA idea was born. And we started as a completely core writing space in 2020. And uh, we were helping testers as a peer review uh, mm. or accountability partner. So that's how it works. So people from the community, uh, join us, they write for us. We help them since the inception of the article and until it get published. Mm -hmm. And we promote it wide across. So uh, it's more about them and less about Synapse. So that's how we uh, conceptualized it. And we did few events around Synapse and that is where we came to know that Synapse was not really helping them, not only helping them as a co-writing space, we were actually implanting some idea into them that makes them empower themselves. So the when, when we realized there is an empowerment which we provide to the testers out there, we wanted to diversify the portfolio. And in 2021, actually we did that. And that is where uh, the co-writing space branded as community space. Mm -hmm. And we started to venture into webinars and uh, we did some blogcast. Uh, we had a series of 
workshops and even we did last year we did a super reality show uh, <laughs> in testing space to encourage testers to speak more because testers rarely talk uh, they won't voice out majority of the time and whatever told to do so they simply uh, agree to do that and they follow that so we wanted to bring like more into public uh, speaking aspect into testers so that is where super voice was born our first reality show which we did last year and yeah, so that is how the Synapse journey was into. So it started from a co-writing space and now a community space that ventures into multiple aspects to empower testers. Wow. And in, in terms of participation, is it is it focused in, in Malaysia or in India or is it much broader than that? Uh, it's broader. It's global. So initially, uh, like I said, uh, we wanted to have only in Malaysia. So it was my team members, mainly uh, members. And then we had few members from US and few from UK. So that's how it started to broaden. Uh, now it's across the globe. Yeah, that's amazing. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, and I've, I, I interact with a lot of people in this, you know, we're in IT, right? So we, I interact with a lot of people who, who, who do QA and it's, uh, it's critically important for so many things. And I love that, that you're right. They're very quiet. Everybody who's ever done the QA function for my the code I've written, right? It's uh -huh. all I ever hear back from them are the results, right? There's no like interactive conversation. But I love that you're building a community where they can can be themselves and talk about things yep. and, and and even bounce ideas and and you know which, which to your goal will make it a better. Uh, they'll be better at their role and yeah, exactly. That's amazing because I know uh, exactly what they feel. And I know exactly what's the fear because I have been through that phase. And I try to, uh, at least maybe 80% I managed to uh, beat my fears. So that's the 80% I want to give back to the community. Because awesome. as you say, dream you, dream alone is just a dream, right? Uh, dream you, dream together is a reality. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So as you've gone through your career journey, um, what's something you've seen that you wish if somebody came to you and said, Nathan, you have the power to make a change today, or, or maybe, maybe the thing you want to change is too big. Maybe it's uh, just something we need to start thinking about how we might change that. What, what might they be for you? Mm, one thing would be, it is something we are working for Synapse as well, because uh, I did mention about the university uh, curriculums, which we yeah. have, right? So, um, I know that 100% we cannot change the curriculums, but what we can do is bring more awareness to the students mm -hmm. who are studying in the universities. So awareness is one part which we can do uh, as experienced testers. Maybe we could go to the universities and talk to them, share more about what quality assurance is. And there is one stream which goes along with development and which we cannot uh, ignore. Uh, at certain point, and this is how it works. And these are the things which you can expect if you are starting a career in quality assurance, because majority of them know that if I am doing software engineering course, I can be a developer, or uh, I could do um, like uh, infrastructure manager or something related to software engineering, but they don't know uh, I can be a quality assurance engineer. So in order to bridge that gap, uh, it's not like we need to speak in community because when it comes to testing community, always testers are around. Those who started their career or those who are early stages in their career or those who are well experienced. And if you're going to conferences again, it's all testers. We don't have a, a peer, 
person who is starting or looking to start their career into quality assurance. Mm -hmm. So universities are the place where we could meet that people. So uh, we need to go there and give them awareness that this is how uh, quality assurance look like. And this is something you can explore if you are keen to try it out. So um, we are working on a plan to have like synapse, synapses, uh, I would like to say, because it's a group of people, right? So synapses going into universities and doing some awareness courses, uh, courses for the students, uh, collaborating with multiple universities. And initially we are planning to do it in Malaysia as a humble effort from our side uh, to bring back to the testing community. Um, because um, me as a hiring manager in FAVE, uh, I know that when we hire interns, majority of them say like, uh, I was trying to apply for software engineering. Uh, <laughs> do you know there is a stream called quality assurance? Uh, I had a paper, but I didn't uh, took much importance on that. So that's the response we usually get. But some are really passionate. I'm not saying everyone, but some are really passionate. Uh, so we want everyone to know what quality assurance is. So at least uh, a small start from Malaysia, because that's our home. And then we see how it expands. Yeah, and, and illustrate how critically important it is for product companies very much, and yep. even for other projects, right? I mean, with the with the advent of DevOps and DevSecOps and CI/CD pipelines and automation, it's changed the game completely. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And uh, everyone wonders like, okay, so if it is development, I can be a cool programmer, I can code uh, and I can write uh, in any of the languages. So that's their, the students aspect. They think like, okay, these are the things which is pretty cool, which they can try out, but they don't know there is a uh, much more wider scope for them in quality assurance where they can actually challenge uh, what is being developed. And also they can even write codes uh, when they're doing test automation and they can even have like uh, involved in observability aspects, even uh, involved in infra related stuff, uh, site reliability and all those sort of things. So it's broadened, but it's only that there is a misunderstanding among the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's so true. So what's what's next for, I mean, you're now you're going to go into the college, uh, hopefully going to colleges. Is that the, the first step of a larger plan for bringing awareness to the community? Uh, so that aspect is actually for the budding uh, students, I would say. And then we have, uh, actually we are for the Synapse 2023 plan, what we are doing is we segregated into multiple aspects. So one is budding, which is for going into the universities. And then there is uh, mid-level or early stage career testers who is out there in the community. So we want to have some courses specially curated for them to have a specific curriculum. And with that, they can actually upskill themselves mm. and uh, they can actually explore uh, new trends and technologies. And then there is a more advanced phase where you will be comparing uh, more like tools uh, because if you become a subject matter expert, that's where you need to evaluate multiple tools and you need to bring in into your in tooling infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And also maybe different, different concepts, uh, which people tend to ignore sometimes. So those ones we are planning to do a set of like a webinars and uh, thought uh, like panel discussions with thought leaders from the industry. And of course, we want to uh, encourage them to write more and speak more. So there will be uh, different editions of uh, Super Reads, uh, which is our write-a-thon competition and Super Voice maybe. So that's what we are planning to do in 2023. And we are also trying to venture into 
doing a conference in Southeast Asia because we never had a, a conference in Southeast Asia and we don't want to do it alone also. So we haven't seen anything that communities comes together. So we are trying to collaborate with multiple communities across Southeast Asia and do it together. Uh, so community spaces coming together for a testing conference. So That's that is something uh, in the background happening. <laughs> well, Nathan, this has been uh, fantastic. You're, you're the only person I've had on my podcast who is in the QA space, and you're a great representative of that. And I really appreciate um, getting to hear your story and, and hearing what's coming up next. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jeremy.